a lot of times we're trying to learn a strategy taught by someone else and thinking, oh, this is the way of doing business, just to discover, uh, you know, a couple of years down the road that it's a way to doing business and you need to find your way to do business, right? And that's what authentic to you because this is what works for you rather than just following someone else's strategy. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews, where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Welcome to Scale Your Course. Today, we're going to be talking Facebook ads. Now, I'm not someone who uses Facebook ads, but I know a lot of my clients are starting to explore Facebook ads or have used Facebook ads and have had not as much success as they would have liked or recognize that it is a much bigger thing to tackle than they originally thought. So I invited my friend Daria Kotenko to talk to us today about Facebook ads. Now, Daria is a Facebook ad strategist and the founder of Yellow Iris Marketing. She has a passion for helping coaches and course creators use both Facebook and Instagram ads in an authentic way, in a way that creates deep trust and just naturally leads to sales without any sleazy tactics. This is really important to Daria. She believes that Facebook and Instagram ads that are crafted well can fully reflect your authenticity and your personality without needing to follow that one-size-all template that people are trying to sell you and any manipulation tactics that so often are associated with paid marketing. She believes that paid ads are a tool just like any other and when we combine feminine flow with a masculine understanding of strategy and numbers, ooh, I love that, this tool can help you scale your program authentically and with ease. Now in this episode, Daria and I talk a little bit about the strategy behind the ads, the timing of when you would decide to start to run a Facebook ad, whether you would have your ads running directly to your program or course that you're trying to sell or whether you start with a lead magnet. She clears up for us the difference between boosting ads and Facebook ads themselves. We talk conversion. Oh my goodness, we just talk so many different things. And on top of that, Daria talks to us about budget. That's a huge concern for a lot of my clients is how much money they should be investing in Facebook ads. And she also shares with us how she supports clients who are just getting started. And this you will want to hear because I think her service is super, super valuable and a great way for you to boost your confidence when it comes to Facebook ads. And so whether you're just diving into Facebook ads or whether you're somebody who already is involved with Facebook ads, this episode is for you. Without further ado, here's my interview with Daria. Hello, Daria. Welcome to Scale Your Course. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me today. 
Yes. I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you because talking about Facebook ads with clients, many of them express a lot of overwhelm. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to sharing some of your words of wisdom with us today. But before we do that, if it's okay with you, I'd love for you to just share a little bit more about you. Everyone knows I do my standard intros, but there is no one that can describe what they do and how they do it more than the person themselves. So take it away. Sure. So I'm Daria Kutenko, so, and I'm a founder of Yellow Iris Marketing, where we help uh, coaches and course creators scale their businesses with Facebook ads. So I am very passionate about helping you scale in a way that feels authentic. So because a lot of times people feel like ads need to be a certain way, there's they need to use all of those scarcity tactic, fear tactics, whatever else. And I truly believe that ads are just a tool that you can use however you feel, you know, cold. Uh, and so I am really passionate about helping you utilize that tool that it feels in the way that feels the most authentic to you. Yes, I think you hit the nail on the head. People think that there needs to be a certain strategy, but what I hear from you is that the strategy needs to be their strategy and something that they feel comfortable with. What would you say is the best way to describe authenticity? I know that might be a funny question, but one of the things as the teacher in me comes out is that does everyone really know what we're talking about when we say that feels authentic? How would you describe that feeling of feeling authentic? I think that's a great question. And I think authenticity is definitely a buzzword right now that a lot of people use. And yet, like not everyone understands what that actually means. Um, It was funny, I was reading a book, Start With Why?, Uh, a great book recommend to anyone and he was actually saying that it is ridiculous when companies make a market research on how do you want us to be more authentic and it's like authenticity in its core it's doing what you believe in right and if you ask a consumer of what should we believe in for you to feel that we're authentic it's like that's totally backwards so i think that's a great question of like what is authenticity, right? And I think to be entirely honest with you, I think it's hard to determine it right away because it's a discovery process of what really matters to you. And sometimes it's trial and error. It's, you know, working with the client and following certain strategies and then being like, ah, that didn't feel good. (laughs) And I don't wanna do that ever again. And then kind of digging deep into that, okay, what didn't feel good? What do I believe in? Because, you know, we all, it's, it's, it's nice to say what I believe in these, these, these things. But again, you kind of have to discover that. And as you, especially like coaches and course creators, right? As you work with clients and as your approach, as you grow as a coach, you're going to discover that you're going to discover what feels good versus what feels doesn't feel good, what feels like your approach versus someone else's. And then you double down on that, right? Then you double down on what feels like you. And the more you double down, the more you're creating that basically authentic person. 
hopefully that answered that because I, I think there's no uh, you know one size fits all answer because that's what authenticity is. It's being yourself. But I feel like it's almost like a teenager thing, right? When we're teenagers, we're looking around at what, what this person is doing or what this person is doing. Should I copy this person? And the same with the business, right? When we're just starting our businesses, we're a lot of times we're trying to learn a strategy taught by someone else and thinking, oh, this is the way of doing business. Just to discover, uh, you know, a couple of years down the road that, it's a way to doing business and you need to find your way to do business. Right. And that's what authentic to you, because this is what works for you rather than just following someone else's strategy. Yeah. And that someone else may have very much similar values to you. And so maybe the strategy does feel completely aligned, but you have to listen to your heart, your mind, your body, you know, when, when those strategies are presented and sometimes we do just have to try things because there's fear attached to it, right? But yeah. if something really doesn't feel good to you, then it sounds like you really promote creating a strategy that that you can um, feel good about uh, what you're choosing to do when it comes to attracting and converting clients, which is what Facebook ads are designed to do. Right, right. And the thing is, like, people sometimes think of, well, I'll just do this in the meantime while I'm getting some results and then, you know, and then I can, I will feel better about it. Or like, I, I can just kind of put my feelings aside and do what is required, quote unquote required, right? But the thing is, if you don't deeply believe in what you're doing, you're not going to go full 100% on it. Like, if there's some part of you that doubts about something, like you're not gonna really get those results that you're hoping for because like there's part of you that is holding back. And that's why I think, um, you know, doing what, what feels right is really important, not just because it feels right, that is important too, but also because actually when you do what feels right, you can go 100% on it and you're actually gonna get better results. So it is from the result uh, standpoint as well that you are going to get better results when you believe in what you're doing. Yeah, that makes total sense. So when clients come to you, are they typically people who have tried Facebook ads but unsuccessfully have launched or haven't had success? Or are they clients that have never tried it and just don't know where to start? What's, what's typical for you? I mean... Uh, it really varies. I think uh, everyone's starting starting point is is different. What I want to say about like when people should start ads and like I think that's the biggest mistake that people make is either doing it too early or too late. That's kind of a two two biggest camps. Is like if you um, first of all before you start running ads, if you're thinking about starting running ads, you do need to have a proof of concept. Like that is 100% and that's what I tell all my clients that, hey, if you haven't worked with paid clients, like go do that first, then we'll talk. Go do that first because unless you have worked with paid clients, unless you have proved to yourself that you can sell to clients, unless you have that framework of I am selling X problem and I know how to solve it, you're not going to be able to market effectively. And if you can't market effectively, we can't run 
good ads, right? Because ads are all about driving traffic to your offer, but if your offer doesn't work, you know, it doesn't matter how much traffic you drive there, it's just, it's just not gonna work. So that is like, I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking, oh, I'm having hard time selling organically, maybe I should run ads because, you know, maybe my following is not big enough, maybe like I need more leads or whatever else, like, that is usually not true. That is usually an indicator that either your offer is not positioned in a way that people respond to, or you have a hard time selling or whatever else, but that is usually where you need to hire a coach. Like don't waste money on ads because more of nothing will create just nothing, right? It's like zero times 15, still zero, right? <laughs> And so when you, when you have something that has a, a problem in its core, it doesn't matter how much traffic you drive there. But once you have, uh, once you have that foundation, once you work with paid clients, you know your offer works, you know everything is great and you're having some income, this is where you can start running ads. And depending on your income level, you can go different ways about it because I think one of the mistakes that people make is uh, like on the other side of the spectrum, they wait too long to start running ads. They wait until they're like making, I don't know, multiple six figures and then they're like, okay, well, it's time for ads. Yes, in that case, absolutely. Like they're ready for ads. It's great. They're making good money with their business and they want to scale totally. And this is where, you know, outsourcing makes a lot of sense. The reason why I'm saying it's a mistake of waiting too long is because if you are starting ads from scratch, meaning you don't have ads manager, you're just creating all the infrastructure and everything like that, it will take time to actually spend a decent of money to see the return. So, and also it will take time to establish relationships with the Facebook business manager, meaning it will take time for algorithm to learn what kind of person responds to your offer, right? What kind of person, you know, opts in into your uh, things and everything like that. And so, and so, and, and because of that, it would take time to scale. Like you won't be able to spend a lot of money right away. Even if you, you have all the money and you, you're ready to like, let's do it. I have a launch next month. I want to like, you know, have a thousand leads with, with Facebook ads. Like you won't be able to do that if you're just starting out. And so my belief is like, if you are, let's say at a point where, you know, you're making, let's say even three to 5k months, right? You have a consistent income with your business, but it's not like a, you're, you're still working towards scaling to uh, 10k months, for example. It's a great place to start small with Facebook ads and, you know, train the algorithm on what kind of people attracted to your offer, uh, establish relationship with Facebook ads, like as a company, because when you're um you know you're running ads and then you're paying your bills for the ads it will in establish that relationship kind of like a credit card right when you're just applying for the credit card the first very first time they're gonna give you the minimum uh credit line right <clears throat> like 5k or whatever 
And then as you're improving your credit, right, they will give you a bigger, bigger amount to spend before you need to pay back. Same here, like as you're running ads, they're going to give you a bigger room to spend, to run ads before you need to pay your bills. And so you will be able to actually run more ads as the time goes by. So when you're starting at that point, like a three, five uh, K months, you can run a one campaign for a lead magnet, right? Getting leads consistently, uh, helping you grow your business. And with the lead magnet campaign, it's relatively easy campaign. So it's something you can manage yourself without actually um, paying a monthly fee uh, for, uh, for an agency, right? Because Truth be told, like agencies are not cheap and outsourcing ads is not cheap. And it's meant to be that way because it makes sense to outsource. Again, when you're already at that 10K months, consistent 10K months level. And I mean, if you're paying, you know, let's say just random number, $1,500 for an agency, $1,500 for uh, ad spend, you're paying 3K, but let's say you're getting 10K back. That totally makes sense. But if you're at, you know, lower level of income, that doesn't make sense for you because you're not going to get that much return right away because your business is still developing. So in that case, I would recommend starting, starting still running ads, but not putting like a crazy amount of money towards it, starting with something simple. And like you can have someone help you set up all the system because tech behind ads is so important. Like I can't stress that enough that you can have the same ad, the same, you know, video, um, text, everything the same, but if you have a different objective, like it's going to make or break your results. Right. So having someone by your side to set everything up and then you can manage it yourself. Something like a lead magnet, you totally can manage it yourself. I feel like I've been, going on the tangent <laughs> it's just talking and talking and talking <laughs> um yeah but um, to finish this thought like if if you are in that uh boat of you know making three to five k some consistent income with your course or or, or coaching program but you you want to get some leads with facebook but you don't want to like outsource completely this is why i have created the lead market express uh, this is a, a done with you ads intensive where I basically set everything up with you. You have all the recordings, you get a quick training on Facebook ads, and then you manage it yourself, right? So this is specifically for a lead magnet because this is a easier campaign that you can manage yourself. Like it's much easier than some other more complex strategies, but this is a great start point if you're not ready to outsource and, you know, give it fully, completely to someone else and do everything. Yes, it is. It sounds like an awesome offer. I'm thinking about the people that I serve, course creators, people that are putting programs together. And a couple questions have come up for me. So let's just backtrack a minute to something that you said about training the logarithm. Mm -hmm. So you said that, and you also said it takes time to establish a relationship with Facebook. So I'm curious what timeline, like how long does that really take when you say 
working with the algorithm or training the algorithm and then also that relationship building with Facebook? Is it a long time? I mean, it kind of depends. So when it comes to algorithm, right, it's more about how much traffic you have. So if you have a lot of traffic on your website and you have your pixel installed and please people like install a pixel on your website, it's free. All you need to do is just Google a couple of items. But once you have your pixel on the website, the Facebook can get the information on the people that visit your website. That's just a side note. <laughs> um, so it kind of depends on the amount of traffic that you have. So if you have a, you know, thousands of people visiting your website per day, it's going to take a couple of days and the Facebook will already have a decent information. If it's less than that, that it might take a little longer and kind of the same thing with your, um, Facebook and Instagram following. Like if you have a lot of followers that you already have kind of, a good base and by a lot i mean a couple of thousands on instagram is 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 already decent amount it doesn't have to be 10k or anything like that um but more than a thousand followers if you have that and 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 those followers are your ideal client or close right so it's not just family members right it's actually your ideal client profile then that kind of is easier and you can create uh, what's called a lookalike audience from there. So uh, a lookalike audience is basically when you're telling the algorithm, hey, I have this profile of a person, let's say it's my Instagram following, or it could be email list or your website, um, if you have the pixel installed, things like that. I have this profile of a person, go find more people that are very similar to that profile. And given the amount of information Facebook has on us, it, it can find people that are really, really similar. So it's much more detailed that we can, than we can, you know, imagine with, with just interest targeting, for example. Um, oh, and uh, the other thing you asked about the establishing relationships. So with the, uh, you know, the ad spend, uh, when you are just starting out, a lot of times if you try to spend a lot per day so let's say let's say you have a live launch and in these you know 14 days before your um your webinar or your masterclass or whatever conversion uh, event you have you want to drive leads to that event and you want to spend a, a decent amount of money in a short period of time so if um you you know you have never spent um, money on ads before you might be capped at like hundred dollars per day let's say and you won't be able to go further than that or it kind of it kind of depends so basically again as you're spending money your um, what's called you building threshold is increased so let's say when you're just starting out you will receive bill from Facebook every $25 you spent then it's every $50, then it's every $100. And that slowly increases to where it bills you not as often. And so you can spend more money every day. But at this kind of, it might take, you know, uh, a consistent running of ads for like a month, let's say, for you to have a good limit of where, when you can spend $100, $200 a day.
Oh, I did not know that. So that's good to know. I haven't experimented too much with Facebook ads in my business, but I have had a couple clients that I've um, had conversations with and, and that was mm-hmm. one thing that, that I didn't know. So that's, that's good. And part of me is thinking like the slow start isn't harmful because it allows you to control that ad spend a little bit as you're, as you're experimenting. I would imagine that could be a huge benefit. So no, I'm like, thinking about was like $10, $15 a day. Like it doesn't have to be like, I'm throwing big numbers when it comes to like um, a, a uh, webinar, right? When you want to have a lot of people, but when you're just starting out, it could be as little as $10, $15 a day. Yeah, that's just great. Wanted to throw it out there. Yeah. So people- well, we hear about these big ad budgets that people have. It can be a little bit scary for sure. So it's, comforting to know that it's okay to start small and and work your way up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So for course creators or people that offer a course and Mm -hmm. or are launching a program, it sounds like you're suggesting to start with a lead magnet and not just sort of a lead to their sales page of their course or offer. Is that correct? I mean, it kind of depends on your ecosystem. So uh, a lead magnet is just the way, uh, why I'm suggesting lead magnets? Because it's a relatively easy campaign inside the ads manager and you can get results pretty quickly. Like you can start getting people signing up for your lead magnet. And then if you have everything set up, you have the email uh, newsletter that you know, coming out every week, let's say, and then eventually people become clients. Um, if you have a course and you have, let's say, a live launch, in that case, having something like a, a webinar campaign, right, or whatever your conversion event is, if it's a three-day challenge, whatever else, you can absolutely run the ads to, to that conversion event, right? Um, but in that case, it's just, a, it's a little bit more complex and again, you do want to, before that, have your ads manager already warmed up a little bit with something like a lead magnet. So I would say that would be like a second step forward. So if you're just starting out, you want to start with a lead magnet. And then the second step frame there could be something like a campaign for a webinar, for example, if that is how you're selling your course. Um, directly to the sales page, like... It could work for a warm audience, for a cold audience. I I, want to say it depends. Like I know it's a frustrating answer, but it really depends because how expensive your course is. Like if it's, you know, $27, if it's like a mini course, it's very different from something like $500 or $1,000, right? Um, If you're selling something that people, um, how should I phrase it? that is a very clear need that people can address uh, right away that they know that they need it. And they're like, yeah, sure. Like, for example, if your dog is chewing on your furniture, here's, you know, five ways how to stop it. Like if people have a dog, that's pretty clear. Okay. I'm going to do it. Right. Versus something a little bit more complex that might take more of that decision making process. Right. So something like, that first example, you could run even to uh, a cold audience, and if people have the problem, they're gonna buy. If it's more complex, then you might wanna warm people up with something else and then run a retargeting ad to your warm audience, right? 
So that is kind of where it, it would depend on what, what exactly is your situation. Yeah, that makes sense. I, um, I really like what I'm hearing because it takes some of the stress and overwhelm that I hear my clients talking about when they're deciding on launch strategy or marketing strategy, because I mean, I help them with the curriculum and the content part of their courses and programs. And while I can inform or contribute to conversations around launching and marketing strategy, that's not really my expertise. And I know Facebook ads becomes a should I or shouldn't I, if I do, how much should I spend? Where should I start? And so I really like your approach. Um, I think that it would allow people to really ease into it and test the waters a little bit and figure out that authentic strategy that you're talking about. So I appreciate this perspective because I've done a little bit of my own research and it can become very quickly overwhelming. People are talking about these great big budgets. They're talking about, you know, the, um, strategy behind it. And I know the tech is a big deal. I've been in the back of the Facebook ads manager and I've learned a little bit myself from watching um, others. I had a client who was outsourcing her Facebook ads and you're right. She went from never using a Facebook ad to, well, I shouldn't say never, maybe just doing some small boosting of posts and mm -hmm. things like that to investing a tremendous amount of money into mm -hmm. outsourcing. And they did a great job creating graphics and, and writing good copy and doing all of that. But she didn't really then have a really good understanding about how this all works. So she'd asked me to take a look. And of course, because I'm techie, I could kind of see. But I mean, there are so many choices and options on, you know, how you want it to display, how to create your audiences, you know, which... Um, I guess when I say how to display, I'm talking about ad placement. Would that be the correct like yeah. terminology? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I can totally see why somebody would need help with that. Mm -hmm. So I think what you do as someone who's a teacher by trade is really great because you give people the tools to empower themselves to be able to manage on their own, which I always think until you do something yourself, you don't fully understand all oh, the sure idiosyncrasies of, of the task or the, mm -hmm. or the steps of the task. And as a business owner, while we can't become experts at everything, I do think that there's value in understanding how your website works, understanding how your Facebook ads are built out so that you have that sense of control still over, over things. And you don't feel completely lost if the person you hired falls off the face of the earth for whatever reason. So, um, and this client I'm thinking of in my mind, she did have a lead magnet as her, and it, the, the ROI was there, but it's really hard to measure the conversion on the other end, I found. I found. So we could say, yes, that ad converts while you're getting, your email list is growing at a, a nice rate, but then how do you track if that person came from an ad and then if they buy or not? Like, do you have any insight into that or am I just taking us down a whole other rabbit hole? Well, okay. So, um, there's a couple of things that you said that I wanted to touch on, but to answer this question really quickly, yes, I believe like it would kind of depend on your email system, but if you create a tag for those people who subscribe through Facebook ads or you have a special, like a separate list, then at least you can kind of 
see from there, okay, out of that list, um, who converted, right, or out of that tag. So that I would say would be a great way to um, just separate those people who came from ads so you can actually measure that kind of return. But yes, yeah, so when it comes to like something like a lead magnet and people signing up to your email list, it's going to take probably a few months for them to convert to a paid client. Um, with the regards to the, the budget, right, it is true that when you're deciding to run ads to something like a webinar, right, like a live event on a date, you kind of have to think about uh, how many people do you want on the webinar. So for example, right, um, an average cost per lead for a webinar could be three to five dollars. I mean, it kind of fluctuates, um, uh, but let's say five dollars, right? Per lead. So that means if you have uh, $500, right, and the ad spend, then you get 100 people, right? But if we think about a conversion rate from a webinar of 2%, that means you have maybe two people signing up. Is that enough for you, right? So I think when people making that choice of do I want to run ads for my webinar or not, well, one, you want to assess how much organic traffic you already have. Maybe you have YouTube channel, podcasts, following, whatever else, and you can drive people from there. But also if you don't, and if you, your ads are your sole source of getting leads, then it's kind of like, yeah, you're already putting so much effort into the webinar promotion, all of that, that you might as well spend a little bit more to get more leads and actually get a decent amount of students right because from the five hundred dollars you may have two students if all your conversions work right um so i think that's that's a great um place to think about your final results and really estimate the numbers okay if i have conversion rate of two percent if my lead is this like how many people do i want on my webinar how many people usually convert if you have any historic data um, and then kind of kind of go from there. So that would be my recommendation as far as the budget, because yes, it could be big, but you're, I suppose just be honest with yourself. How much can I spend and what are my goals? Because you don't want to be expecting, oh, well, if I just run ads, I'm going to have 1,000 people tomorrow, right? And then it doesn't happen. I was like, oh, my goodness, I spent all this effort in creating this webinar, and now no one no one is here, right? You don't want that to happen and you want to come with a clear understanding of this is what I can put in and this is what I can get out and this is what my plan is. Another thing you touched on boosting and I wanted to address this really quickly because I think that's a really important point um, that boosting is not the same as Facebook ads. Technically it is, but practically when you boost a post, the by default, and that's not, not something you can change, the objective of the ad is engagement. What does that mean? So when your objective is engagement, the algorithm is searching for people who are gonna like, comment on your post, right? So that's, that's the type of people it's looking for. And a lot of times people who like and comment are not the people who are gonna become customers. Like at the end of the day, when you're running a business, you want paid 
clients, paid customers, right? And a lot of times boosting just, it gives you visibility to the wrong people in a sense. And not to mention it's not going to give you a lot of, um, you know, um, a lot of uh, ways to actually target better uh, better audience because when you go into the ads manager, you have a lot of potential to actually go very deep on your ideal client. As I said, collaborating something like a lookalike audience that is very tailored to specific clients that even the new people who, who are very like, um, who are very close to your ideal client profile versus when you boost the post, you might be able to choose, I don't know, gender, age, that's about it, right? So yeah, if you want to spend money on Facebook ads, don't do boosting because it's most of the time, 99% of the time, that's going to be a waste of money for, for that reason. So one uh, offer that I have is this Lead Magnet Express that is teaches you to how to get started. And yeah, I love what you said. It's, uh, I think someone said the quote was like, I am, I know enough to be dangerous and that's what you want to do. You want to be, you want to know enough to be dangerous to understand what people are doing. Right. And, and that's a great way to approach it because you like, yes, hire experts. Yes. Listen to experts. And I'm here expert talk saying this, but like you do want to understand what's going on. Um, but once, you know, if you are past that point, if you do want to, uh, you know, support something like a webinar uh, with ads and go like more full on. I do have a service called Authentic Ads Boutique, and this is like a done for you service where we basically we take over the back end, we do everything for you. Obviously, we're sending everything for review, and you're seeing everything. But this is basically a done for you when we have more complex strategies. There's like a number of ads, there's retargeting, there's all the bells and whistles that you can possibly want. So that's where that is at too. Oh, that's great. So you have like a two tier service. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's great that you have a service that supports those that are just getting started and not feeling like they just have to jump all in. So yeah. that's awesome. So let's, wrap up by you just letting us know where we can find you, what are the best places to follow you are and, you know, anything that you'd like to add before we just close up for today. Oh, absolutely. So, well, you can always find me on Instagram. I'm at, at by Daria. So that's the place, best place to connect and everything. Um, we were talking about a number of uh, Facebook ads mistakes today. So um, I would recommend downloading my top three mistakes every coach makes with Facebook ads. Uh, the link should be in the show notes below because this is where what is going to give you a good idea of what not to do and what to do with with when you're just starting out with ads um and yeah if you want to check out my services my website is yellowrsmarketing.com and everything is there awesome well i know that i'm going to be checking it out and i actually do have some goals this coming year with uh, lead magnets and things so i might be knocking on your door a little bit and really? i you know, have had the chance now to interview you here on the podcast. And of course we did a couple live streams together. Um, one on my profile and one on your profile talking about courses on one and on Facebook ads on the other. And what I can tell is just how much, you know, it's amazing. 
I think I was worried there for a minute when we started talking about all the conversions and different things. Not that, you know, I asked the question and you were just answering it, but I thought, oh no, are we going to confuse or lose the audience because we're starting to talk this really deep, deep um, language, right? That's related to Facebook ads that not everybody might recognize. However, it was so insightful. And I think mm -hmm. the message, the key messages I took away from today are, you know, you can keep it simple. You do need to understand it in order to be able to leverage it to its fullest. There's a time and a place where you can seek some help to get started, but you don't have to go all in on fully outsourcing. Mm -hmm. But at some point in time, as you grow um, and the strategy is working for you, that you most definitely um, have an option in your business too, mm -hmm. where they can get some done for you. So, and then the bigger message I think is doing it in alignment with your own values and just bringing forth that authenticity, as you said, it doesn't feel good for you. And it sounds like you're the type of provider who would really listen carefully for that. You know, if people were, were um, showing any level of discomfort that you would probably explore that with them and, and help them guide them to a better strategy that's more in alignment. So yeah, lots of great stuff here today. And um, I look forward to continuing to follow you and seeing where your business goes, because I know that you're continuing to always explore new, new things. So download that opt-in everyone. It's the link is in the show notes below and give her a follow, give Daria a follow on Instagram. And uh, I look forward to maybe chatting with you on maybe a part two where we dive a little bit deeper sometime into more advanced strategy. Would you be fantastic. up for that? Yeah, fantastic. I would love to do that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming today. Thank you. It was very nice to, to chat with you today. Thank you. If you like this episode, one of the best thank yous you can give me is to subscribe and leave me a review. Leaving a podcast review helps me get more reach and attract more listeners. And if you're ready to scale your course, I also have a free roadmap that you can download. This roadmap will give you access to my framework for scaling courses, what you need to do, what you need to consider, and even who you should include in the process. Check the show notes below. Thanks for listening.